Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation. Uh, welcome to uh, Money Matters, uh, the show bringing you money management tips, skills and information about local services, supported by the Aviva Foundation. We do this fortnightly, bringing you guidance and information on managing your money and the local services in Norwich that are here to help you. We've got plenty of expert guests as well, and uh, today we're going to uh, be talking to Catalina Theodore of Norfolk Citizens Advice Bureau with advice on managing money debts. So, uh, hello there, uh, Catalina, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. It's been lovely. Uh, you're very, very welcome. Good to have you here. So, so first of all, uh, can you just sort of introduce yourself and uh, your role with the Citizens Advice Bureau, please? Yes, so um, I'm a trainee debt advisor at Norfolk Citizen Advice. Um, and Norfolk Citizen Advice, as we all know, is a charity that gives free and impartial advice not only debt advice but also um over a wide range of issues but i uh specifically work with the debt team so i've been a trainee advisor for a couple of months now i've uh, been working with the organization for about six months as well and yeah we provide free independent uh, debt advice to anybody that seeks it we will never charge for our services and we always encourage people that are struggling with that to come and um, seek advice from us because they might be able to uh, figure out a way. Yeah, abso- absolutely. And the sooner the better, presumably. And what, what yes. sort of what sorts of will come on to that? Uh, I think probably in a, in a moment. But what sorts of debt advice do you offer uh, the Citizens Advice Bureau in Norfolk? Um, so we kind of we offer. Uh, advice on a wide range of debts. We only mainly deal with personal debts, but um, we also deal with what we call priority and non-priority debts. And the reason why we categorize some debts, priority and non-priority, is based on the consequences that you may have for not not paying them or not interacting with them and and sort of kind of not dealing with them. And uh, priority debts really are the ones where um, it could affect your home, um, it could affect uh, access to essential goods and um, also access to essential services such as gas, um, electricity, or you could be take, uh, get your possessions taken away. But also there are some debts that if you don't deal with them, um, the, con- the consequences, although very rarely, could be losing your liberty. Um, so those are the t- um, types of debts that we deal with, as well as non-priority debts. So we deal with debts that... Um, such as credit cards or um, loans or anything that's under a um, credit contract. Um, that's what we would call um, non-priority debts. But also we deal with sort of um, a bit more of a strange debt, such as phone debt or um, any sort of payments that you have to have ongoing. That, that's interesting. So um, you mentioned phone debt there. That's I've not heard of that. But just come back. So basically when, when someone comes to you who... Uh, is having difficulty managing their debts it's all getting out of control it's all spiraling and and they and, and they don't know what to do first um then you would actually go through with them all the different elements of their debt and you work out which are the priorities which need to be paid off first to keep a roof over your head and, and, and meals on the table and keep the house warm as well in, in winter um and presumably also uh, which and, and which ones are less important to your sort of everyday well-being and everyday life and and also perhaps which could be deferred because presumably if you talk to um the organization that you're in debt to you may be able to sort of negotiate delays in payment i mean there may be ways that you can um t- t- take some of the immediate heat off 
Yeah, so that is true. So uh, one of the most important things that you can do when dealing with your debt is opening a channel of communication with your creditors, mm. uh, whether that is priority debts, so sort of bills or, um, or uh, gas uh, and uh, electricity, or you could also talk to your creditors from your bank, your credit card, your loans, anything like that, and explain to them that uh, you're having either financial difficulties and they would be normally be quite lenient and be able to come to an agreement that benefits you a bit better. Um, so there is ways of, you know, the first, I guess the first thing that we would say to people is, yeah, uh, try to open that uh, channel of communication because that does make you seem like you are more willing to deal with the problem and sort of fix it and um, and get over it. And if you cooperate with creditors, they're more, more likely to be a bit more lenient in terms of uh, the enforcement that they take or, you know, um, they might be able to put lower payment plans um, in place for you to be able to deal. Or like you said, there are options to defer in payments. But that does come with a caveat that you will eventually have to pay that back as well. Yeah, um, of course. But I guess if you can manage those bigger debts, the more, more basic debts that you've got, then it, 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 it's less of a challenge to pay those non-priority and deferred debts off later on, presumably. Yes, absolutely. You would have to uh, you would have to deal with your priority debts first. Um, that being your rent, uh, if you've got rent arrear, your mortgage arrears, and your bills, uh, and council tax as well. Um, people tend to forget council tax; um, mm -hmm. it's a priority debt um, that has to be paid, uh, and the consequences for not paying it can be quite severe. So, mm -hmm. dealing with those ones first is the first. Um, it's the first step. And if you've got other debts as well, it is important to tell your creditors that uh, whilst you want to deal with those debts, um, you are going to have to deal with your priorities first and they will understand. So basically, by opening up that channel of communication, you're able to negotiate um, uh, better terms for the time being to help you to to make the situation manageable or more manageable. And of course, the converse is that if you don't talk to um, your creditors um, and you can't pay the bills, they don't know what's going on and they don't know why. And uh, they presumably can only assume the worst. Yeah, absolutely. So they might just think that you're just not wanting to pay the debts mm. and the money that you owe. And that's not necessarily the truth for most people people mm. want to pay um mm. their debts it's just got financial difficulties and that's perfectly understandable um and creditors are more than willing to accept that and mm. so work with you and negotiate with you whether you do it on your own or whether you do it through debt advice um but opening up a channel of communication with all your creditors is always um it's always a good it's always a beneficial thing to do if you're worried about your debts spiraling Yes, and of course, uh, if debts are spiralling, for a lot of people, this is something that's just overwhelming, presumably. So um, you know, th th there must be perhaps a tendency to sort of cover your ears, put your head in the sand, and sort of hope it'll go away. Um, but of course, it won't. It'll just get worse if you do that. So even though it might be scary to confront it, I mean, do you find there are people who j just, that they, it's just so scary and overwhelming, they, they just can't face up to it, and then it gets worse and worse? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the, the tougher things because you feel like if you do communicate, you're kind of, there's a bit of a guilt and shame because you're having to admit that, like, wait, you mm. can't do this mm. or I can't, you know, p uh, keep up with payments. But that's not the, that shouldn't, shouldn't be the issue. The issue is that you let them know what's going on. Um, you know, we are people um, and we do go through difficult times. So um, letting, your creditors know and letting your landlord or the council or whoever you're having debts with know that you're going through difficulties will actually put you in a better position um, because the earlier that you deal with them, the, the less debt you get into. Um, 
but there are also schemes at the moment um, where if you're not able to talk to your creditors or you don't have that kind of um, ability, um, you can deal with your debts in a way that the government has allowed this new scheme called breathing space, um, and that puts a hold on um, on enforcement on your debts. Um, so if you're looking for options, um, for debt options, and you come to get debt advice, um, breathing space might be appropriate if you are worried about um, debt spiraling and you don't want that. So putting them under a breathing space means that it gives you a bit of time to look at the options that you have. That's well worth knowing about. Uh, that's really, really important. And again, if someone comes to you for advice, you can point them in that direction and you can assist them with that to get that breathing space. Um, and, which, you know, the, 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 and of course, the problem is, particularly if you're paying interest on debts, the longer it goes on, the more you pay. Um, so uh, if you can get that breathing space and uh, start making sense of it, presumably that helps you get on top of it. Yes, absolutely. It does stop interest for the 60 days as well. Mm, brilliant. Okay, um, didn't know about that. I'm sure a lot of people didn't, so that's really useful information to have. Tell you what we'll do, we'll take a break now. We'll come back and talk about budgeting in uh, managing uh, debt and uh, also um, the uh, the appointments that you have offering uh, des debt advice, advice, oh, can't say it, de uh, debt advice and what people can expect. Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation. And it's 13 minutes now to one. We're talking to Catalina Teodoro, and uh, she's uh, from the Norfolk Citizens Advice Bureau, and we're talking about debt advice. So uh, welcome back, uh, Catalina. Um, we, we were talking oh. um, about uh, priority and non-priority debts and deferring payments and getting special payment plans in place just to, to help make um, debt that's spiraling out of control more manageable so you can get on top of it. Uh, but also an important part of that is budgeting. So, so how, how important is budgeting in managing debt? Well, um, it goes two ways. Budgeting, um, when it comes to debt advice, um, is very important. And that is the first things that we look at when we're talking to clients about dealing with the debt. Because um, your budget is sort of what you're spending, is essentially. And if that spending is more than what you have, then that obviously puts you in a very precarious this, um, position where you can't pay your debts. So we do look at ways of reducing outgoings and maximizing income um, and it's just a fancy way of saying we look at ways that you can not spend so much money and also ways that you can increase um, your income or any money that goes through um, and there are several ways that um, clients can do this through debt advice um, but there are obviously the options that we will be looking at um, through with them um, in terms of making a good and efficient budget um, the idea is that everyone has a preferred budget of what they would like to spend and then a reality budget of what they actually spend. Um, and the reality is that, you know, um, accommodating for the good things in life is okay, but if you can't do it, then obviously you wouldn't be able to budget for extravagant things. You always have to keep up with your fixed costs, and that is your rents, your bills, your council tax. So making sure that your budget covers that is the most essential bit and then the um the flexible stuff then that can sort of be managed with but also it's important to look at ways that you can reduce your bills there are um comparison sites where you can go and see if you can reduce your bills there are um for your electric your gas um for your water as well uh, there are ways of uh, reducing your uh, broadband uh, and your uh, telephone. And there's also ways that maybe looking at how you can incomize your, um, sorry, 
maximize your income. So maybe looking at whether there is some benefit entitlements that you may have or not. Um, and that could um, be very crucial for somebody when they're seeing if they've got 20 pounds left a month to deal with the debts or they've got a, a deficit budget of 100 pounds. Because if you've got a deficit budget of 100 pounds, it's just going to be carrying on getting worse. And so, You're perpetually always in debt, yes. And it's getting worse. Uh, and, and it's interesting because you're sort of saying there are some basic fixed costs. And basically, those are those basic priority uh, um, uh, debts that we were talking about earlier on, which is keeping a roof over your head, food on the table, uh, making sure that you paid your council tax, because if you don't, that's uh, a legal thing. Um, and, and all those, and, and keeping the house warm as well. So those are the basics. And you need to pay, what you're saying is you need to make sure you can afford to pay for those first. And then once you can afford to do that, you can then look at nice little luxuries to go on top. I have to say, it strikes me also that if you carry on spending on those nice little luxuries, you're not really going to enjoy them if the back of your mind you know that actually you've got spiralling debt. Um, so it's much better, it seems to me, to, 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 to um, and, and I don't know if you agree, but to actually sort out those basic debts first so that you know that you've got those basic needs met. Um, and then when you do have a little luxury, you're going to be able to enjoy it far more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in these essential costs, we do also um, account for um, leisure and communications um, and stuff like that. So it's not that we want clients or we advise people to strip off the Netflix account or um, not buy something that they feel like it's a treat for them. No, we account for those. Or even pocket money, like we account for things like that. Uh, for families to have money that they need to spend for themselves in order to have a good life. We don't mm. want people to, you know, live below the poverty line or anything like that. Um, so it is important to also budget for those things and then see what is. We would never advise um, clients to stop paying um, something that they find themselves a treat sometimes, as long as it's not so, so much more that it affects the way that you're able to pay your debts, if you know what I mean. I, I suppose... Yeah, I suppose what you're saying is in order to make this sustainable for people, they've got to have their treats from time to time. But as long yeah. as they can do that with the debt gradually reducing, then that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. So okay. we do look at people's budget um, based on the criteria and um, we establish whether they're able to pay their debts or not based on mm. that. And that budget does account for things um, such as having a Netflix account or stuff like that. We would never say to people, don't enjoy the little things in life. Okay, now that's really, really good, good to hear. Um, now, just one other thing. How, how has um, COVID affected your services? Because I've, I've spoken to a lot of people on this program during the, the pandemic about the impact of COVID and people, basically people perhaps with insecure employment, not being able to work um, and people um, perhaps who are self-employed, not being able to work and, and, and not getting as much money in, in terms of benefits um as they they need for their outgoings is that is that, that is that something that you found yeah so we have seen um an increase of people not being able to afford what they used to be able to afford um mm. and that has affected debt i think uh from a report that i read uh one of the biggest debts that we've seen an increase of is actually council tax so with reduced incomes with furlough one of the bills that hasn't been paid um has been council tax there are some rent arrears but not more than the ordinary because obviously we've had the um the so break uh, the stopping evictions um mm. and that's kind of put a hold on things so uh, people are able to catch up on their rent payments a bit better but also yeah council tax seems to be a um a focal point of people not being able to and that's the one that people tend to um sort of not deal with 
Mm. Um, but also um, mortgage arrears as well. Mm. Um, we are coming out at the end of the um, deferral periods for um, payment holidays. So that is something that people are having to uh, watch out for in the coming next months um, because that deferral, that payment holiday will have to be paid back. Mm. And, 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 and when that's paid back, say, on a mortgage, is that added on for the remaining life of the mortgage or do you have to pay it back more quickly? How does that work? It depends how you discuss it with your uh, mortgage provider. So you can put it as a payment plan on top or you can put it, um, You can sometimes you have to pay it in three months or you can add it to payments, but you have to talk to your mm. um to your mortgage provider because if it's causing you financial difficulties they might be able to set up a payment plan for that to be added to your mortgage payments already yeah, again the advice that you're giving is talk to your uh, creditors as soon as possible and i guess also talk to you at the citizens advice bureau because i know it's a cliche but uh, you know a problem shared is a problem halved particularly when you're talking to experts in debt management um who can who can actually tell you the tips and tricks that you need to improve the uh, prove your lot yeah, and especially because um, we understand that clients are panicked and we understand that clients feel like sort of there's a huge weight on their shoulders when it comes to dealing their debt. And even just talking to someone about it and breaking it down and seeing what can be done about each debt individually or even what debt options there are. Because sometimes um, there are insolvency options that are available that clients might not know. They always think, oh, bankruptcy is the only option or bankruptcy is there. Um, but there are certain other options that they might not think about, um, so debt relief orders, which um, if followed through could write off your debt in a year. So there are options that clients might not be aware of that we're able to discuss it with them and sort of go, okay, this is manageable and there will be a way out of this, but it is important to talk, it is important to come to the services, the quicker the better, because otherwise it'll just keep spiraling and there won't be any sort of physical solution or anything to to put in place to no, be able absolutely. to deal with them absolutely catalina for someone who's only been in the role for a few months i'm really impressed at how much you know uh they've obviously been training you very very well um so yes, uh, of course. yeah very i know it's impressive uh now uh, just one final really easy question if people listening to this really feel that they need your help and support uh, where can they find out more information about the debt advice you offer at Cid the citizens advice bureau so to access our services, um, you would have to go through Norfolk Citizen Advice and to access that, it would have to be either through a telephone number, which is the advice line. Uh, there's also the option of emailing in and a web chat on our website, ncab.org.uk. But there's also a face-to-face -face, um, office in the forum that is open. So if you've got debt issues, you could go and get a referral to the debt team. Brilliant. And of course, it's all completely confidential. Yes, and free, impartial and confidential. Absolutely. And if people uh, didn't catch all of that, they can just go to the, their search engine and type in Citizens Advice Norfolk and they'll find you. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Catalina. That was really, really good advice. Um, I'm sure a lot of people will have benefited from hearing that. So thank you for coming on and telling us about that today. I will speak to you again soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. I was talking there to Catalina uh, Theodore from the Norfolk Citizens Advice. Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation.